Hey there, my name is Katie Romagnolo, and ever since I can remember, I've been obsessed with magic. Have you ever wondered why some people seem to have all the luck? Why is it that one person can struggle with years of hard work to accomplish very little, and yet another can seem like an overnight success? I started out in this life thinking that I could logically plan my way to success. But after a decade of struggling, feeling unappreciated, and ultimately hitting rock bottom, I finally broke the code. Life has a flow, and that movement is greatly influenced by our universe. The moon holds a sacred rhythm to health, wealth, and happiness for you to tap into. Join me weekly to learn how to harness the power of the moon to achieve your goals, find your purpose in life, and balance your emotions while figuring it all out. Yes, you can change your life. Now as a best-selling author in mental and spiritual healing, I am infusing all of my most magical tools for you here so that you can embrace the life you crave. Welcome to the Moon Magic Podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Katie Romagnolo, your host, and today I have a very special guest joining us. She is a communications expert with 20 years of experience helping organizations from the inside out to connect with their key audiences and with a strong focus in executives communication. Thank you for being here today, Naomi Hi. Ali. <laughs> Hello, thank you for having me. You're welcome. And what everybody doesn't know is that I absolutely adore you. You are a <laughs> dear friend of mine. We've, <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we've known each other for a couple of years now, and I just absolutely love your energy and, you know, people can't see us necessarily at this point, but you're just beaming with light. And I am so curious to hear more about what you're up to right now. So tell me a little bit more about like, what is a communications expert? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So, um, my, uh, specific, um, focus has been on really just helping leaders connect with employees, um, in organizations. And you can imagine, um, how critical that was uh, over the last, um, year and, a, and, and so given what we've been all living through. Um, but really the focus has been on, on how do you tell stories, um, and tell them creatively and strategically to engage an audience, whether that audience are your employees or your clients in what it is that you're trying to do. So what is it from a business perspective that you're trying to achieve? It's not always the easiest thing. A lot of people just assume, you know, oh, it's just writing a message um, and then getting it out there in, in whatever, you know, way. Uh, lots of lots of behind the scenes that goes on. And, and with that too, um, another part of it is also putting together events and um, again, for the same objective to relay a message and to influence and to inform and to inspire. And um, so those are our typical objectives and um, engagement is, is huge um, in any business, um, you know, because once you have a happy engaged workforce, then you're going to have happy clients and then that can be or customers, and then that leads to really good business results. So yeah, very, it all starts with, um, 
what's going on on the inside. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so I love that because we are sitting in third quarter moon energy today mm. as you're listening to this. And so third quarter moon energy is all about looking at like, what is it that's working in my life? What is it that is not working in my life and making adjustments accordingly. So all of that happens underneath the surface, right? The stuff that people yeah. really don't see and like, how is it that you decide, I guess you're jumping off point to um, engaging with that audience? Like, where do you even start with telling the story or the message that you're looking to convey? Yeah, it's a great question. And it, you know, um, in, in some, it depends all on, you know, having your, having your um, finger on the pulse of what's going on. And in any organization, you know, I'll just use uh, current day, um, you know, there's lots of focus on making sure that an employee's, you know, um, well-being is a priority. At the same time, you have a business to run. So how do you effectively balance that? It's, it's, it's difficult. Um, and the way in which you start to tell that story is really by, I think, um, the best way to tell any story is to simply ask. Um, asking questions, not having assumptions and really listening well to what's being said and then weaving that into the narrative. Because if you, if you, if you speak with, so it's, it's, it's really that interpersonal dynamic as part of communications. Um, but it's interesting as well, because sometimes, you know, it depends again on, on the context and on the scenario, but they may not necessarily um, be forthcoming um, in terms of, of what, their experience or their thoughts are. So by there, I'm referring to employees. I love to ask employees um, and, and, and engage with employees in terms of what's going on. So we really hear from the audience. So it's all part of know your audience um, as you do, right? With, 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 these types of, um, with these types of vehicles, it's important to understand who's it that you're reaching. And from there, you start to build. Uh, because of the focus of my work has been specifically with executives, it's really having those conversations with them and getting inside their head and understanding um, how they want to balance their, their personality and what they want to say with the business priorities. Yeah. So there's always an agenda, so to speak, but then with that agenda is trying to marry someone's um, personality and and in some cases with some leaders who are I've been fortunate to work with fantastic leaders who are heart-centered mm. and so focused on on people yeah, yeah. I absolutely love that because I think there's a lot that happens behind the scenes in you know big corporations small corporations solopreneurs whatever it is that you're out mm -hmm. there doing and well-being right is this kind of tag word that's been coming so much more to the focus in the last year and a half but like what has well-being even meant as uh you know, perhaps a boss or a leader or a corporation looking down on their employee? What are the things that they're expecting their employees to even take into their work from home that maybe they didn't realize or like, what does well-being really mean? Yeah. It's, and again, like a fantastic question because depends on what's going on in that organization and how they're treating it. So when we think of that spectrum, it could be the complete absence of a focus on it to um, just an assumption that 
that's being taken care of and accounted for. And somewhere in the middle, are, I think, are folks that are doing it right. And doing it right means um, really having created, first of all, you have to create the environment where you can have these really truthful, honest conversations about how someone's doing. And that really starts down at the micro level, which is with teams. Mm. So, you know, a manager, um, I'm a people manager, and I'll use myself as an example in this case, and I know many leaders who do this, they have very open conversations with their employees. How are you guys doing? What's going on? What's happening? And, um, you know, in most cases, they'll be very candid and share. I have an employee just today tell me um, something very personal that's going on. And, and then you have awareness and then you, you, you make adjustments accordingly. So you shift priorities, you, you make room for that person um, or, you know, a team to really do what they need to do to put their, their mental health and their well-being first. So as a very simple example, it's make sure you take a break, make sure you step outside of the weather is, of course, you know, um, it's, it's good weather. You can step outside, take a break, take a fresh air break, do some stretches, whatever you need to do. That's a very micro level, um, you know, but really, really key to all of this is being able to articulate how you're feeling. So that's, uh, I think, the challenge in some cases is, is for whatever reason, there might be some barriers there, but they have to be comfortable to be able to articulate how they're feeling. And number two, to really be an awareness of how they're feeling. We're so resilient that it gets to a point where it's kind of dangerous because you can think you're strong and know you're resilient and you've been through this before and you can really do it and get through it. But then the risk of course is burnout. Yeah. Wow. And it's so reminiscent of cycles of the moon, to be honest here, because this is one of the reasons I love this so much is we can't always be in that high or going or pushing forward because if we are always at the top of that wheel, the fall is so dramatically draining that that's when that burnout happens, right? We need to allow for that flow. So like, what have you experienced, if anything, when it comes to, you know, burnout or communicating with others that have had burnout, what does that even mean in the world of business? Yeah. So I recently went through, um, I did, I recently went through burnout myself and I, it's funny, I just hesitated because I, I'm not still through it. Um, I'm still going through it. So what I mean by that is, yes, I was able to take some time away, but even during that time away, um, you're, you're, you're getting the help and support you need. So it's, it's always front and center as opposed to, um, you know, when you go away somewhere or when you are removed from the situation, you're able to then detach, but you can't detach from what's going on intrinsically. So uh, the experience for me specifically, and I, and I have heard from others as well, it is, it is just that it's almost like this uphill uh, battle with self on, yeah, I, I can muster through this. I can get through this. And then that fall, as you, as you describe, and that fall is harder mm-hmm. when you have thought yourself to be resilient and strong and whatnot. So for me specifically, it was like this, this battle between my pride and my well-being. And I actually had those outside of me, my, my friends and whatnot telling me, you're not yourself. You need to take some time away. My doctor was one that said, yeah, you need, you need time away. 
to deal with this and really um, regenerate. So yeah, it's um, for others, it's just being an awareness of what are those warning signs? And one sign is enough <laughs> and just, right? Just trust in, um, it's, it, you know, it's a, it, the perception of, you know, the superwoman or, or the perception of, you know, you must be strong and resilient. And when you hear um, from a corporation, particularly about resilience, um, it's, a, it's a double-edged sword, I think. You know, on the one hand, it's, it's a guess, great. Um, I've got the tools and resources. And on the other hand, but what if I'm not? Mm, yeah. And you said something that, that really hit home for me. And that was like, one sign is enough. One sign. Right? right. So back to this like jackhammer effect that I've talked about yeah. before, how many times do you need yeah. to be hit with yeah. the same thing in varying degrees in order for it to take effect into your thoughts and your mind and your awareness, or do you need that jackhammer effect? Right. Hopefully you don't because- <laughs> That is like, so, so we, we know someone who described it as pings, right? Like from the universe pinging you, you know, um, oh, she's not listening, ping again. She's not, she's not listening, ping again. And then, well, we got, now it's a boulder or a jackhammer. Um, and those signs are, are, I mean, if you were to, anyone were to do a search, um, you know, using Google or whatever your search engine preferences, it's um, so well-documented now what these signs are. Um, that it's again, a caution around, you know, one is enough and, and start talking to people and, and start taking a break. Yeah. It's just so important for it to be talked about and, you know, the stigma really dismantled around it. And I know even going through the experience with my husband, who, when he started to focus on like what he really wanted in life by asking questions, who am I really came at the point where we ha were having the jackhammer in our own home. And it was affecting him not only uh, mentally and financially given what was going on around us, but physically. Yeah. It's, um, it's all aspects of being that, that starts to, to become impaired. So I called my particular circumstance cognitive impairment because I was so fatigued and exhausted. I couldn't think straight. And with that were a number of other, um, let's say, symptoms. But um, again, it's, it's look it up, any one particular sign, you know, I mean, it's from just being, yeah, you can't focus, you're forgetting things, you're not sleeping well, you have anxiety, maybe you didn't have anxiety before, but you have it now it's and then it loops. Yeah. And the moment all of that starts to loop, it's, it's, you need to pattern interrupt it, you need to just full stop, say no. And hopefully in my situation, I had others, um, because it was obvious, it became obvious. And so when it became obvious to others, that this is not normal. Um, this is not who she's normally like, that's the red flag. So red flags, and then me with the white flag, I had to surrender. Mm. Um, but really, you know, um, yeah, it's, it's always, of course, um, you have to, at the end of the day, put yourself first. There is no shame in that. There is no wrong in that. Um, you have your health. That's all. That's really the one thing that you need to focus on is that. Absolutely. And that mind, body, spirit, healthy aspect of just being, and I can really say from being on the other side of that now with, you know, my personal circumstances and Rob and, you know, really leaning into him, giving him support to say, you can be who you want to be. You can close down the business we spent years building. It has nothing to do with time. It's what is it taking away from you? That's and right. 
getting back to who that person really is truly on the inside, why you started that business, why you took that job, there was something there for you. And maybe it's run its course. And that certainly has been true in our household. And now, you know, we embrace this sort of roles reversed where he gets to be in all aspects of who he is and creative. And it's, it's totally inspiring to watch somebody refine themselves after burnout. Yeah. It's um, what a transition, like, wow. Uh, Particularly when you've known one way of doing and being for so long. And then to get to that pivotal moment where, you know, it's time to shift, whether it's you're ready for it or not. <laughs> yeah, it's it's happening. And it's yeah. an interesting process to, to be in and to go through. So, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, yeah. 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 And, and sometimes it's not logical, right? It's just this gut knowing yeah. this feeling this I'm, yeah. I'm done, or I need to shift or I'm whatever it is, it'll come to you at the time that it needs to. And you'll know when you need to make a shift and change in your life. So when we're again here sitting in this third quarter moon energy, and for anyone that maybe feels in their life, like they are at a stuck point or they're feeling overwhelmed by doing things that they don't feel heart connected to, what's the first step that they can start to try moving into that space of just being and reconnecting with who they are? So I have started a practice of meditation, allowing time for introspection and just being quiet and, and focusing inward um, is the first. Um, you know, it's difficult, I get it, because of everything that's going on around us with, you know, life. But you, when you have that, I think a, it's, it's that conscious and then that unconscious or subconscious realization starts to surface. You have to hone in and press pause and just have a moment of really internalizing and focusing on what is happening here and really be honest. Um, So, you know, we have a practice of clearing denial, but being honest about what is it that's truly making me unhappy right now, Yeah. right? When you think about what's gonna, like really looking at what makes me happy, it may be too big. It may not even be a realistic ask to ask yourself that question, but what, what's making me unhappy right now? What do I, what's within my control right now to change? And first and foremost is that internal dialogue. And then if we're and then having conversations with significant others. But for me, it was, um, I knew, I knew for the longest time that this was not it for me. There needed to be change. And I had started to take action steps towards it, but I didn't have clarity. Mm, Yeah. And isn't it funny that sometimes we can more easily understand or bring to mind quickly what it is that is not working, what I don't want, what is not making me happy rather than really grabbing onto what it is that we want. And like you said, sometimes what makes you happy, it's really big and it may feel far away. So having this practice of letting go of the things that are not going to serve who you want to be or where you're going, what your goals are in the future is a really powerful thing to do. It's in that lower time where we get to sit in a lower sort of energy to allow to make space for what's coming. And we've got this beautiful, bright new moon that will be happening in a week Mm. from now. So as we prepare ourselves for you know, creating all of that wonderful visualization of goals and intentions that we will be moving into, 
I'd really encourage anybody listening today to sit down and be really honest. Like Naomi says here, like be honest, ask yourself some questions around what is it that's not working for me in my life right now? What is it that's not serving me? What doesn't make me happy? And allow yourself to just empty that out on a journal page. And it really is effective for not only bringing to mind and having the awareness of what it is that you don't want, but then it's allowing space to create what you do want ultimately in only a short week from now. Yes. And then that allows for that clarity. Yeah. Um, because sometimes when we're in it, it, um, it, it clouds the answer. Yeah. Right? And, and the answer's within you. Absolutely. And it uh, reminds me, I'm looking at my wall. I've got a couple of quotes by um, Albert Einstein just painted on some oh, boards behind me. And one of them says, uh, life is like riding a bicycle. In order to keep your balance, you must keep moving, right? And it's just about continuing to question, continuing to have awareness. You're never where you are right now does not have to be where you are tomorrow or next week or next year. It will shift and change and allow yourself Absolutely. to let go of yeah. those things. And so I'm big on numerology and I'm looking at my clock right four, now four, and it's four. like, yeah. <laughs> so just, you know, just to anyone who's listening, it's probably not 444 four, four when you're watch, listening, but maybe it is. And if it is, this is your sign. Let this yeah. be your sign. <laughs> yeah. That good awesome. things are happening. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you universe for that synchronicity in that moment. And, uh, you know, we embrace and surrender what's next on our paths. And, uh, I just want to thank you so much for being here today. It oh, has been yes. so wonderful chatting with you so much value in terms of your experience and what you're going through, where you're moving into. And, mm -hmm. you know, if somebody wants to connect with you more to learn about what you do, how you create, you know, a story narrative and connect and engage with others. Where's the best place to find you? I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, so Naomi Ali on LinkedIn. Yeah. And um, looking forward to, to connecting. It was a pleasure being here. Thank you so much. All right. Well, uh, happy third quarter moon questioning of yes. yourselves in the background here. I hope you get some answers and we will see you next week on the new moon episode. I'm just beaming with light over here thinking about what's possible for you in your life. Be excited for change. Give yourself permission to grow and share this space with me weekly to tap into that potential. If you're intrigued to know more about my story of rock bottom to passion filled and spiritually inspired, grab your copy of my best-selling book, Home of the Soul, on my website, katiemindsetcoach.com. While you're there, check out our Moon Magic Meditation Series at our Retreat Center. We have online and in-person options. Sign up for all the latest updates to be first to know about my free workshops, new books, and opportunities to conquer your fear, find your passion in life, and embrace your intuition. Remember to connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Katie Mindset Coach as well. This has been the Moon Magic Podcast. Until next week. I love you to the moon and back.